0: hey, I'm Grace and I'm the host of this podcast, She Builds Me Up. She is my neighbor, my friend, my sister, my mentor, and my inspiration. She is the everyday woman that surrounds me all the time. We laugh together, we cry together, and we love together. I value her because of the amazing gifts she shares with me. Come and join my tribe and let's build something amazing together. This is where we uplift one another, we let our guards down, we invest fully in one another, and we become stronger by doing so. Together, we are going to get into the nitty-gritty of this weird world of adult friendships. We're going to combat our challenges and have fun while doing it. Okay, so I'm once again here in my kitchen recording during quarantine, and I have one of my dearest, longest friendships friend on my on the phone, Sherston. And I still want to call you Sherston Evans, even though you're married and that's not your last name anymore. But you're still in my phone as Sherston Evans, even though, like. <laughs>
1: that's great. I feel really good about that.
0: I could change I... it, but I'm like, eh, you know.
1: Do you remember, did you ever find, like, your mom's old books that she had her maiden name written in them?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And as a kid, it's like sort of disorienting because you're
0: yes. like, I don't know who that person is.
1: Yes, yes, it is weird. As a mom, I really like having that, actually. Yes, <laughs> like yes, Like my secret yes. identity. Your secret identity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so Shearson and I met back in college. She was my neighbor. So we were just figuring out how long it's been. And we want to say it's been a little over 10 years since we mm-hmm. met. And I take credit for you meeting and marrying your husband, maybe not meeting him, <laughs> but for marrying him.
1: <laughs> I will give your entire house of girls credit because they all knew what was going on. Oh yeah, and I yeah. Better than me, so
0: yes. Yes. I, there you go. Well, I, I was I was very good ones. friends with James before I was friends with you. Really, I mean, I knew you, but I was didn't really hang out with you. And yeah. then we started this magical thing where we lived in Utah at the time where it was super hot outside during the day and neither of our houses, at least mine, didn't have air conditioning in the top floor, which is where the bedrooms are. So we got an air mattress and we just slept outside in our yard. And it was it was so magic. incredible. And I just miss <laughs> those days so much.
1: The entire summer was so magic. And can I say, Grace, you are one of the few friends that knows... Like James and me equally well. Yeah. Which is like a huge deal. I, oh, it's yeah. so nice to have somebody who, but just because it's d- different, right? It's so hard,
0: but. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Well, and I remember you came to me one time and you're like, I just need your advice because you love James and I love James uh-huh. and you love me. So what do I do? And I was like, just marry him, man. Just do it. <laughs>
1: we should send you gifts on our anniversary.
0: Seriously. Come on now. Um, but no, and I've just, anyway, so we've had a very, and we've kept in touch all these years, even though we don't like talk every day, but I've loved that we have that kind of friendship where I don't talk to you for six months and then I get a Marco Polo from you and it's like, it's like no time has passed, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's been nice, too, because we've been through so many, like, periods of our life together, too. Yeah. So, like, I knew you as, like, a wild college kid. (laughs) A wild?
0: I was so wild. (laughs) It was, and it was hard, right? Like, that year was hard for everybody. Oh, yeah. And then, right, like, I got to kind of
1: hear about you getting married, and then, like. Yeah.
0: You came to my wedding. Yeah. And it was awesome. And then we went to New York City. It was, I I, it's hard for me to remember, but we were in New York City over a year ago now.
1: I know. I was just thinking. James was asking me what was the best thing that happened this year, and I was like, New York. I was like, That was a year and a half ago. Like, it's
0: not a year anymore. Yeah. And you
1: came. Do you remember coming down and visiting in Fort Worth? Oh
0: yeah, yeah. That was like three years ago now. Yeah. Because we, I came in March. Yeah, Baby Flint. Yeah. That needs to happen again. I just need to, once this quarantine is over, figure out something. So, because you Mm -hmm. haven't met Dorothy yet. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Anyway, so I, of course, had Sherston on my list of people I wanted to interview from the very get-go, and so let's just dive in, and so I want you to tell us what topic you chose, and why. So, um,
1: I w- want to talk today about adventures, and adventuring, um, and adventuring as a person, and adventuring as a mom, and like, kind of the, like, wide spectrum of what adventures mean to us as people and i want to talk about it because it's something that i so well, number one is because i really miss like getting out and going yeah. like
0: oh, yeah. quarantine has
1: been we've been really careful and like we could go out to state parks more than we do like mm-hmm. right like it's they're open for day use again but it just feels like this like cramp on my side and i have this itch to like yeah go 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 because mm-hmm. i've been inside for the yes. last month and a half so I, feel you. I think that's part of it and it's also just one of those things that I'm kind of always chewing on like uh and we'll talk about this I think more yeah. but like that it hasn't always been that has taken a lot of different um forms in my life and so mm-hmm. it's just just like this project that I'm always thinking about is like how do we expand worlds and how do we engage with world and things so
0: right and so when you when you say adventuring what exactly does that mean
1: so we okay uh this is so i haven't when i grew up i grew up in utah which is Mm -hmm. a super outdoorsy like adventure place right right there's tons of state parks and like everybody like i had tons of friends who spent their summers on houseboats at the lake and i was not that kid and so when I was young, I still had this impulse to, like, go, 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 but, like, it never took the form of, like, being outdoorsy, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I do mean going outdoors and being outdoors, because that has been become such a, a much bigger part of my life yeah. since I've become an adult, and I'd love to talk more about that, too, because I think that's such an important thing. Yeah. But the other thing is that I, even when I wasn't outdoorsy, I, like, still... Like I don't think that that's not only what I mean, right? It's like going right, outdoors and hiking right. and camping and stuff. Because I love like there was this one summer um, when I was in college. That I didn't have a job for the summer yet, and I just like walked up and down. There was this old, great historic um, the center street, and mm-hmm. I just walked and like went into weird old like vacuum repair stores and like. Oh, wow the like bougie shoe place down there and like ecuadorian restaurants like i just love i've always always loved just the going and like finding new places yeah i just find that it like lights up this part of me so and like uh New York was a huge deal for me because I hadn't gone on a solo trip for so long and like it was so fun hanging out with my parents who were living up there and it was so fun hanging out with you but there was this like a couple of days where I was just all by myself in the big city and I was like oh my gosh like this is so good yeah. for me so like that's as much a part of it like just being alone in a new place like yeah. just like the novelty of it is I think at heart of what
0: adventure means to me well, and I love that you said that can apply to being outdoorsy or not being in a big city like New York City. Sure. Um, and so I'm just thinking, like, you you talked a little bit about how this has become a huge part of you, and it's like you've realized that it's, like, of, of great value to you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what value does this have for you personally? And then, like, on a broader scale, what value do you think it could bring to other people? So, I,
1: uh, this... Up- podcast somebody was talking about the movie Groundhog Day and how they uh when they feel like they're stuck in their lives they like um like every day for a month they'll go to a different place and like oh wow like and just like where they live like they'll go into a different new store Mm -hmm. once a month and it or once a day or whatever and it will remind them of how like rich and deep life is and like how much is going on in the world that like they don't have control over mm. and like for me like that's really the value of adventure is like it's so easy to like you get in your routines you go to your same stores you drive on your same streets and you kind of think like a like the world is all about me and b i've seen it all and yeah. so like i think that there's this value in like stepping out of that and realizing like there are so many people who are living this a totally different experience yeah and seeing life through these totally different ways and I think like getting out of that routine of like now I go to Costco on Mondays to get diapers or like not even the mom stuff but like now I like this is like the coffee shop that I love the best this is the grocery store that I love the best like all of that stuff it's so important to like say like this is not the only way to do things this is not the only place like so and um and another part of this is, uh, like, that people have, like, like, de- dedicate their lives. Like, there are these whole lives that are dedicated to, like, creating the stuff that I, that isn't for me, but yeah. that you have access to some, you know, like, you go to a library. It's like, reading books is the same thing, kind of, right? But, like, yeah. going places and seeing what people have built. And even if it's little businesses or whatever, like, it's just this, does that make sense? Yeah. So, and I think the value generally for people, like, I think it's a lot, like, it teaches empathy. If you do it well, like, I think you can adventure in a way that's really, um, uh, like, uh, objectifies people. Like, I think that's, anyway, I mean, we won't talk about colonials and but, like, you know, <laughs> yes. but, you know, but it does teach you, like, it, like, gets you out of your own head. I think it makes you more creative, so you can, like, problem-solve better. For me, it's, like, this, like, getting out of my routine helps me, when I come back into my routine, like be more engaged with it and like that's especially yes. important is mm-hmm. like all my kids are so little to like come back and be like oh yeah well it's like the maiden name thing right like I come back I'm like oh yeah this is Sherston who has a backpack yeah <laughs> like yeah I can handle this like this is fine yes um and the other part of it sorry and no keep going cut what you need to because I will ramble but the other part of it is like 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 risk um like one of the dumbest and best things i've ever did was when i was 20 i just decided i was gonna do europe and like the plan was sort of to go with somebody right like that's a thing that people do is like going back to yeah. europe with somebody and like in some ways that probably would have been better if i just would have waited for a couple of years to find somebody but like nobody wanted to go and i was like i'm gonna go and so i just went by myself and spent a month
0: that's like, amazing
1: around Europe by myself and like it was dumb like i got it's weird to not talk to people like you should probably talk to people um but i love it was so scary like it was so scary and like i survived obviously and it was fine but like i just think that i think of like getting like way outside your comfort zone mm-hmm. occasionally is so good
0: so how do you get the courage to go to europe by yourself like i just <laughs> i'm imagining myself doing that and i just can't even i can't even
1: well, I think one thing is, I just always knew I was going to go. Like, yeah. Um, and that's and it's partially like family culture, right? Like my sisters both went. They went with friends in, in different ways or whatever. So it was just like something. Like it was like this, but it was like this goal that I had, and I like just didn't let anything get in the way of that. Yeah. So like yeah. That's something. And like some of it is probably just being dumb, right? Like <laughs> I just like yes. But but the other thing is, um, and like also, the, the, something I want to say is there are plenty of people who are going to, like, countries with actu- actual, like, risk, right? Yeah. Like, going to Europe as an American is not... Right. Right. Like, there are plenty of places it's safe, right? I was mostly entirely safe. Yeah. Um, And so I don't want to say, like, I'm this great traveler. Like, I'm not trying to say that.
0: But right. But
1: I think you just have to decide that you want it. Like, I think that that's a big part of yeah. this whole message of it's like I think that it's a thing that's worth it for me and maybe not for everybody and I think you just have to like like there's no way to know if it will be okay until right. you go right and like and and just like there's no way that you will like my my dad when he was dropping me off was like okay do you have your money, and do you have your passport? And I was like, yes. He's like, okay, that's all that you really need. I'm <laughs> like, it's true, right? Like my yeah. sister got her stuff stolen, and she just dealt with it. Like stuff is going to happen, and yeah just deal with it. Yeah, and like, but that's part of the thing. Like actually, um another I don't know if people have, will have read, but the last child in the woods. Have you heard of this book? I have not. No. It's great. Um, I have skimmed it. <laughs> we did a book club about it, so I got the cliff, cliff Notes. But it basically talks about this, like about just letting kids outside to play. But a big part of it is the problem solving part of it. Yeah. And I remember that as a kid too. Like we had this um, forest across this. It's a forest. This is a very like generous term for like this yeah. like treed like embankment across the street or across the street from our house growing up. But like we get lost in there and yeah. like, you just have to find your way out. You know, like yeah. I learned what poison Ivy looked like by trial and error. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: And like, that's what a great skill to give to ourselves and to our kids is just being like, Joint. not everything is going to work out the way that you're going to, and you're going to have to think on the fly, but you can. So. Well,
0: and I that. love that that's one of the lessons you're pulling from this is because that's such an important life skill is to know how to <laughs> deal with things when they don't go the way that you want them to go. Cause like, They never go the way that you want them to go. (laughs) So, for example, like, um, I told you last year that I planned girls camp. And so I was supposed to be in charge of girls camp this year, too. And we're still on the cusp of, like, do we cancel it? Do we not cancel it? And then it's like, well, do we do something else and all this stuff? And in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, part of life is that things like this quarantine are going to happen and we're not gonna have girls camp and that's okay and like we can move on with our lives and like it's just a life lesson that they need to learn even though we haven't canceled it yet but like if it gets canceled that's what my thoughts that i was thinking yeah
1: and if it gets canceled like that's a memorable thing in and of itself
0: oh that's true yeah
1: and I, like remember when we took girls camp because of quarantine remember when we had this zoom or testimony meeting because of quarantine like, oh my gosh yeah yeah
0: like and i mean it's the
1: same thing like remember when we went on that hike and it ended up raining and it was yeah terrible? that's a good point point. and like give it a couple minutes and then it's like that was hilarious
0: well and i'm also thinking about when i went to paris for the first time i got so sick i was the <laughs> sickest i had ever felt ever And so I remember just, like, thinking to myself, like, well, I can go sit in a hotel room, or... I wasn't contagious sick, just, I wasn't uh, irresponsible, and I was with other people, but, like, I just was... I had food poisoning of some kind. Anyway, and I was like, well, I can go and see Paris and feel like crap, or I can go sit in a hotel room in Paris and feel like crap, and I chose to just go out anyway. And, like, it's funny, like, that was when I was 18, so, like, 20-plus years ago, and... I don't look back on that trip and remember that I was sick. I just remember Uh seeing the Eiffel Tower for the first time and, like, going to the Louvre. Like, it was—it's just interesting. Like, if you just push through these things that you wish weren't happening, it doesn't really mar the memory of it.
1: Totally. Totally. That reminds me of when I came to visit you guys in St. Louis, and I was, like, six weeks pregnant and totally— totally morning sick like <laughs> I do remember being morning sick then but right it's like I can oh, like yeah. sit and whatever yeah. or just like go and do the thing I love that I love that you did that yeah. Cause, yeah cause yeah like what are you gonna do and even and again like if you would've chosen to like just be in your hotel room like that would've been a thing too like but yeah it just yeah. is what it is right like it, and that's what adventure is and like experiencing stuff is like it just is what it is
0: <laughs> it's true so practically speaking though um how do we balance like cuz I'm I feel like in college I was a super spontaneous person. For example, and you did this with me. Our friends texted us and was like, "Hey, round trip tickets to Hawaii 350 if you buy them right now." So what did we do? We got on our computers and we bought plane tickets to Hawaii right then and there. Like and a, and a part of me misses that about myself And I, I, I'm i still a pretty spontaneous person in a way But I also, now that I'm older I'm kind of like, well, I have money to think about And I have all these others So, like, how do we balance this idea of being spontaneous But also prudent With, like, planning and money and time And, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah So, I think so So, this might be, like, the big takeaway From mo- this thinking about this thing like there there is so I call it planning to fail to plan (laughs) plan (laughs) to plan to fail but it's I think it's like this art of like balancing like planning and not planning because like part of me my adventures now um, so my kids are seven and five and three, so we're like still pretty little, and we're, we're out of diapers, but whatever. But yeah. like, um, is we have I have to make time to adventure. So it's like different than being spontaneous. Like we still do stuff, and I'll talk about that a little bit too. But like, but like I we every. Sunday morning we go on a donut date so we go pick up a donut and then we go to the park and that's what we do every Sunday morning and like that is not spontaneous <laughs> like, right and Right. also I know my kids don't always like it oh and I also <laughs> make them listen to Dolly Parton
0: <laughs> okay okay
1: <laughs> but like they don't always love it and I don't care like but because I have that that's like the like mindset like yeah then, then it's like I have, you know, I don't actually budget for donut date, but like I could, right? So like yeah. I, I'm making this time to make this like thing happen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like in the summertime, it's the same thing. It's like um Fridays are adventure days, and we like hit. We're in Texas; it's so hot in the summer, so you have to swim. Like that just is no. So like we yeah. hit all of the state parks with lakes and rivers, and yeah. like that's what we do on Fridays. And so that's planning the spontaneity, but that's yeah. also like. It's it's but it is but within that right there is still stuff that happens that feels adventurous. Yeah. I think there are probably other answers to that too. Like there's stuff you can do. I mean, right? Like. Yeah. I could. We could have a budget for cheap plane tickets, but like really, we're not. That's not where we are. Like we're not like.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Traveling right now, but people do. Like I think that that's a real thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they do.
1: But I think like like a little bit of planning goes a long way with being spontaneous yes and the other thing is and this uh, i think that there's probably a better question that leads into this better but i think now it is a fine time to talk about it too right. of like um going with kids like it, it's hard to go with, do a big dating with kids because you feel mm-hmm. like you have to get all the stuff together and all the food together and all the things together and all those you know and it starts to feel like a huge burden yeah and one thing that I've really worked on is like making that less of a thing
0: so like yes I'm with you
1: I like so like for I always have sunscreen in my bag like right like you just Mm -hmm. always have like so that's one thing and we always have our like beach bag packed so like all the floaties and the towels when they're clean and like sunscreen so that when it is beach day I can like grab that and go and like we're lucky for a lot of reasons that that works for us like I went um i know not everybody like can just go and like you, mm-hmm. you feel like you need an umbrella or you feel like you need stuff but like my my philosophy has always been like the less that you can take the
0: yeah i'm the same way
1: um but you always also find but i also have the moochiest kids like if we go with somebody who's like really prepared <laughs> and has <have>, like six kinds <laughs> of snacks my kids are always like can we have some snacks because i like brought like a snack (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: so me that's so me oh my gosh right
1: I'm like thank you (laughs) I always feel like a kind of a terrible mom but like
0: well and I feel like when I'm not with other people when I am with other people they totally mooch but when I'm not with other people, like, my kids have just learned that, like, we don't have snacks. I don't have snacks yeah. on me. You know what I mean? And, like, I feel like this is kind of funny because me and my husband are opposites in this man, Like He's the pre- he's preparer. James is, too. He's totally like this. You are, they're the preparers. So, like, we're going to pack this car full of every possible thing that we could ever possibly need to go on this hike or this whatever we're going to do. Where I'm the type that's like, as long as, like, I have a diaper and some wipes, we are good. Like, and we can grab some McDonald's on the way out. And, like, you know what I mean? And, and I think when you take away all those barriers, like, oh, I don't have sunscreen. Oh, I don't have an umbrella. I don't, I, we need water shoes instead of regular shoes. And we need this, 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 and this. It's like, no, you don't really need all that stuff. Like, if you have it packed, that's good for you. But I don't, you're more prepared than I am. Then again, you live by beaches. We don't have that. Like. Yeah.
1: But yeah, no, it's exactly, that's exactly right. Like, you know the things you need, and then you keep them, and then everything else is, like, gravy. Yeah. And, like, your kids adjust, right? Like, mm-hmm. I I used to bring, like, a giant thing of sand toys, but, like, if I don't, they just make sand castles with their hands, and that's fine. And some rocks. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree, 100%. Um, and I think the other aspect of it, like the mental aspect of it is I feel like, and I love what you talked about is how the reason adventuring is important is because it breaks you out of your routine. And sometimes I think we're a little too married to our routines to the point where like, I've got this routine during the week and then you give me a call and say, Hey, let's go on adventure right now. And I'm so married to my routine that I can't do it. Where I feel like for me, I'm actually not that person, but for what, how I, how I, stop being that person is I just say you know what these dishes can wait or yeah. this chore that I'm doing right now or even if it's something fun like we can stop doing this thing right now and we can go like yeah. mentally you have to let go of this idea that you have to do this routine because you don't I mean there are some things that you do have to do yeah. but you know what I'm saying yeah
1: yeah though to be totally fair i actually am a super like in the summertime it's like mondays are hikes and tuesdays are swimming and wednesdays are play dates and whatever oh, really? and my friends get mad and, uh, i say that it can't be true but it is it feels true like i have a hard time sometimes so that's a good reminder for me to just like let things go because like i want to fit the things and like these are the things that are important and these are where they fit in my week and then mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but anyway Anyway, I don't know how that fits in, but I think I think you're right. I like the thing that you're saying about yes, being like yes. more willing.
0: Well, and I think it's also just a personality thing. Like I don't know, yeah. there. You know, there's that quiz out there right now that's like the four intentions or whatever. Have you heard of this? Well, anyway, I took it, and most people are the people pleasers. Or I'm. I took the quiz, and I'm the rebel, if you can believe. And it, 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 I, I don't put a lot of. Uh, wait on these personality tests but however this one was like you wake up every day with no schedule with nothing in your mind because you are like i rebel against any kind of like schedule and so i think that's just my personality is like i am not going to be that person that's like monday we go to this and tuesday we do this but that doesn't mean that's the right way to do it it's just the way i do it so yeah i don't know yeah no and like right now too in
1: quarantine i like don't
0: Anyway, oh apart, yeah really quarantine different. we're just I gonna like not talk about that just like <laughs> oh. yes <laughs> anyway
1: that's fine um,
0: okay yes. so what does adventuring look like you said that you talked about how adventuring was looks different obviously from before kids to now kids yeah and so yeah. what does it look like to you now and then you said you had some tips on to like for adventure seekers
1: yes Yes. So yeah, I think like with kids, it is there. You do I do need a little bit more planning, like just to like have in my head of like what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but also I think it is like I think the things that are the same though are like what are the things that are important to me and how do I make those happen? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I spend a lot more time now on websites that are, like, free things to do in Fort Worth.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which I feel like I wouldn't have ever done, but as a single person. Um, but I think that they're, like, the l- impulse is the same. It's like, let's, what are we going to do today? How are we going to expand our horizons? Like, how I need to have a backpack with, like, some diapers in it. and mm-hmm. But otherwise, right? It's like, let's just get going. Like, let's just hop in the car and go. Yeah. So, that's what I think.
0: So, how do you deal with, like, weather? Because I feel like in Pennsylvania, then again, you probably have better weather than we do, but, like, here it's, like, raining nonstop, and so, like, I just feel like my soul gets sucked out of me whenever I wake up and it's, like, dark and gray, and then I just yeah. want to watch Disney Plus all day instead of going <laughs> on an adventure. Yeah,
1: okay, so this is, like, when we're not, like, ordered to be at our houses.
0: Yes, Because I don't yes. have any advice
1: for that. But... Uh, you gotta work with the weather. Like, you just have to, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and so we don't have... We do have... There is a rainy season in Texas. There's, like, monsoon season in the spring and the fall where it just is, like, raining almost every day. Mm -hmm. And... But, like, the thing that we... Is... Summer in Texas is terrible. Like, it really is, like, oppressively hot and humid. And... So my first summer, I was so depressed because you couldn't, and there was, like, nothing, like, I don't know what it's like where you are, but, like, it doesn't cool down in the, when it gets dark. Like, it's, like, 90 degrees, it's 80 degrees at 9 o'clock, and then, like, you wake up, and it's at 7, and it's still 85 degrees, and, like, (laughs) like, it's gross. So, and that's really different from where I grew up, so I, that was really depressing, but I just, it is, it's, like, we swim, like, that's what, like, you have to adjust to that. Like mm-hmm. seasonal thing, mm-hmm. and like, um, uh, Waldorf and other s- things talk a lot about, um, like getting rain clothes. Like yeah. it's not hard to get. Like they're not expensive, and we we have galoshes, mm-hmm. which has been helpful, and um, coats and stuff. And like, cause it, it is true. Like at a certain point, you just. It, and like and if you have a yard even right like it's not a big deal if it's like just get kids out in the yard like get yeah some clothes on them and put them outside yeah um and I, yeah so i think that that's like i think that there are lots of things you can do to prepare for the weather and i think you just have to like lean in the other thing is we spend a lot of time like at the mcdonald's play place like yeah, we do too. because yeah right you just get so bored and you get out um and the other thing is and i know you are a little bit different too because you're uh, Danville's smaller mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. if people know where you live sorry but they do. that we um, like the museums right like you yeah. have that's something that Texas taught me too is like getting a like I would never would have done that I never would have expected that would be something that I would do but mm-hmm. it's been like a lifesaver It's just having like there's a science museum here and uh, we get a membership for Christmas and like that's so nice like to just have a place that's not your house where kids can kind of run around a little bit Yeah. Um, even when the weather's Yeah. So I don't know what that looks like if you're not. Fort Worth is pretty well endowed that way,
0: so. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like it's kind of like what you said in the beginning of the episode, like just this idea of like you just need to get out there and explore. So like that's been especially pertinent for me in Danville because it's a small town and Mm -hmm. then it's surrounded by a bunch of other little towns. But each little town has something, you know what I mean? Like it has something. And like because we live in rural podunk, like there's not a lot of advertising online. So you literally just have to drive around sometimes and like find these places or you talk to people and they tell you about these places. And like a lot of it's word of mouth. A lot of it's like some random post I saw on Facebook and you're kind of like, is this legit? But then it turns out that it is. And I don't know, you just have to kind of be willing to get out there. Cause I remember when we first moved to Danville, even some people that have been living here for a long time were very like, wow, you already know about all this stuff. I'm like, I don't mess around. I got to know what to do. There is to the do around here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I love that. It's, that makes me so happy. Because that's, I would, it's a little bit different where I am. Like, there are small towns, but like, it's different. But I miss that about, like, even when I was in Utah, I would just go mm-hmm. drive, like, to Santa Yeah. And, like, go to the diner that's in the main street. I, lo- I miss that. Mm hmm. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Um,. I don't know. We, uh, I started doing research about like, like universities have free um, museums sometimes. Like, like uh, TCU, which is close to us, has like a meteor museum. It's like a room, like that just has some meteors in it. But Mm -hmm. I had a five-year-old and a three-year-old and they loved it. (laughs) Really? It it was like this 20, like they only spent 20 minutes there. So it was like a half an hour drive and we spent 20 minutes like walking through this university like just dumb stuff like that too is like yeah I don't know what the question was but like <laughs> right like there's so much yeah like just not like closing the possibility to be like just driving or just exploring or just um, thinking outside the box of like what
0: is available. Well, and also back to the being spontaneous versus being prudent with money. Um, oh, yeah for me, I, we don't make a lot of money because we're med- in the medical residency world right now, but we also are fine. Like we're just, you know, and so I, I, I don't, I say this, like knowing that there are people out there that cannot do this. So like, but for us, a lot of times you just have to say to yourself, it's just money and I'm yeah. going to spend it. And like, it's worth spending the money to have an experience, if you will. Yeah. So for example, if there's a small, to give you example of a small town, thing here. There's this place called Reptile Land. And so and it's like the smallest, quote, zoo. I don't even know if you can call it a zoo you've ever seen in your life. And there's like, you know, ten lizards that you can look at. And then there's like a Komodo dragon, which is cool. And then some animatronic dinosaurs. And like, that's it. it. And it cost me $30 to get into this place. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But You know, like, I look back on that, and, like, even though I recognize that it was a ghetto, like, okay, I just paid $30 to do this, like, but Flint looks back on that and thinks it was amazing. Like, he thinks it was so great, and he loved it, he asked when he can go back, which, once again, we're not gonna go back all the time, because it's kind of expensive, but... It was okay that I spent $30 to have this experience, and now he has a fond memory of going to reptile land, even though I, as an adult, recognize that it was kind of ghetto. (laughs) I do not have a fond memory of that. Yeah,
1: and I think the money thing is a really good... That's something that you really do have to think about, but, like, I think... uh, Yeah, like, the idea of, like, if this fails, we're just going to go to McDonald's, get everybody hamburgers. Like, that's worth the money, right, or, like, if we, if I need to buy ice cream cones to get everybody out of the pool (laughs) without screaming at me, I'm going to do it, or if you end up having to pay for parking, right, even though you didn't want to pay for parking, like, I think it's Mm -hmm. good to have the idea of, like, this is going to cost money, but, like, that, it's a thing that we're doing anyway, like, because, yeah, I don't know, my family was so weird about that, like, just, like, weird about, like, we're not paying money for whatever XYZ thing, and, like, it just limits, it, like, makes it less fun for everybody, like, what yeah. is your experience? Yeah, I so agree. I'm not always wise. I don't. I feel like it, it, as far as adventuring goes, it's, like, maybe not always, like, the wisest uses of funds. Yeah. Because, like, we spend a ton on gas every summer and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. that's just, just, right, that's, like, a priority. Like, we're going to be a little bit scourgy here
0: because otherwise everyone's going crazy and, like, what's the point of even living here if we're not seeing what right. there is to see? Right, right. Well, and I think it goes back to Hawaii, for example, like, or I'll, I'll use the example too of I, it was kind of like you and your Europe story. Like, I just always knew that I was going to go study abroad in Jerusalem. And so when I finally did, I had no money to my name and my parents were like, we're not paying for all of that. Like they helped me a little bit, but like, I just knew that I had to make it happen. And so, like, I applied for a bunch of scholarships and a bunch of grants. And I ended up being able to pay for a little over half of it just with that. And, of course, my parents were very generous and helped me. But I feel yeah. like I had to I had to do it. You know what I mean? And I came back with not a cent to my name. But, like, that was yeah. literally the best thing that I've ever done. I will still to this day say... That like yeah having kids is great getting married was great but like going to Jerusalem was the best decision I've ever ever made yeah I
1: have a couple of trips like that where I'm like like uh, yeah just like that going into debt for travel which uh, as a grown-up adult <laughs> totally grown-up person I feel a little bit less whatever but like even New York yes. like New York wasn't I mean the tickets were super cheap which was awesome but like yeah yeah I probably there was probably something i could have else i could have done without money but it was like such a good like it was such an important trip for me so yeah, yeah again like yeah. I think it's just about prioritizing and yeah. again like not everybody like there are pressing priorities for a lot of people so yes you yes you do what you yes. can do but and
0: funny, obviously I would, really not, I would not i would not go to jerusalem at this stage of my life and come back knowing i would have no money to my name like There's a certain, that's why I'm always, like, encouraging my, like, teenagers in my life to be like, dude, do all you can when you're in your 20s, because that's when you can do stuff like that, so.
1: Totally. No, all my 20-year-old, like, nieces, I have this group of nieces that are in their 20s, Mm -hmm. and that's always, I'm like, are you traveling enough? (laughs) Like, are you doing dumb enough stuff? You can't do dumb stuff when you're old, you gotta do dumb stuff now.
0: Yep, yep, it's absolutely true. Um. So... How so? You okay? You have an Instagram that I want to talk about for a minute about adventuring. So if you want to talk about that,
1: sure. Yes. So this actually goes back to what you were saying about like knowing where the cool places are. Yeah. So also this is embarrassing because I haven't done anything with it for the last few months because we've been homebound. But I started an Instagram called uh, North Texas Adventure Mom, which is basically. Just that, like a place. Hopefully, people can go and be like, "Oh yeah, here are some things you can do that are close by, yeah, and um, that are fun to do." And I find, right, it's like everyone has that friend who kind of just knows what's up, yeah, um, in town. And I sort of wanted to be that friend
0: for totally.
1: my area. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, it's something again. Like I spend so much time doing it. Like because I'm thinking about, like, how do I, what am I doing with my life right now? Like that's something that I can like kind of lean into a little bit more. Because I'm doing it anyway, so we do. I like do little uh, write ups on like the hiking trails that are close to me. Yeah. And when we go camping, I like talk about the camping places and like how kid friendly they are. Um, And again, uh, hopefully this doesn't drive like a million people to go and visit because it's so sad right now. Um, Right.
0: Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
1: But it's been fun. It's been that's a fun little like side. I mean, it's a good. I'm taking those pictures and doing those things anyway. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, do you feel like your kids, like you've passed this like love of adventure to your kids, or do they do they love that you do this? Do they resent that you do this? How do they handle um, all this?
1: You know, I'm excited to see how that like shakes out. Like, I have this friend whose kids are much older, and so she, and she's gotten really in the last couple of years, especially into like backpacking, mm-hmm. and her kids so it's her and her friend who is even more adventurous than that and their kids hate hiking like they like, <laughs> complain about hiking so much like the entire time that they're hiking yeah, and, they're that's hilarious. and like that happens like my kids uh, hate they hate being made to do things right Yeah. <laughs> they would just yeah. as well be home like drawing pictures than anything so like I don't know yet
0: yeah um, yeah but,
1: like I don't really care like that's kind of the thing like maybe they hate Going out sometimes, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Because I think that the like values of like getting outside, like when they're being really loud, which I don't know if you can hear them yelling in the background right now. When they're getting really loud, I like make them go outside, right? And like mm-hmm. I think that that's a good <laughs> that in and of itself is a good life skill. Like, are you stressed? Go breathe some air. Yeah, like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And and I, the other thing is, I hope there's so many things that talk about like how who you are is more important than what you do like there's the study that's like the number of books in your house is a better predictor of how much your kids are going to like reading than the number of books you read to them
0: Mm, um just
1: because like if you're a reader then the kids will like see that it's important to read yeah um And I think that that's, like, so I try and think about that, too, of, like, and and to spend more time and energy on making sure that I am being the adventure person that I want to be than, like, explicitly teaching them, like, and this is how we adventure.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. I I definitely have had some of those, I've had some of those same thoughts with my kids as I've thought about, like, how do you teach them that, like, physical exercise is important or eating healthy is important because I suck at both of those things. And so I've just realized, like, it's been motivating for me to, like, have them see me exercise, you know, yeah. or see me eating an apple instead of a candy bar or whatever it may be. So, or like you said, the reading thing, like, I want a lot of times I'll, I'll read on my phone because my goal for a quarantine yeah. right now is to read classics. So right. I'm reading The Count of Monte Cristo right now. And um, it's on my phone for free because a lot of these classics are free. But then what are my kids seeing? They're seeing me scrolling on my phone. They don't know that what I'm doing is reading this classic book and expanding my mind. And so I just realized this, and so I asked someone if I could borrow their copy, and it's just been its just been felt different for everyone involved, because they see me reading a physical book versus on my phone, so. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have that thought all the time. I try and be really explicit, like, I'm reading a book. <laughs> Tell them what I'm doing, but yeah, I think that's probably more helpful than they see. <laughs>
0: Guys, I'm so reading a book it right so now, okay? Much. Like, whatever.
1: Yeah. They love yeah. wrestling me when I'm reading books.
0: So to conclude, let's let's just wrap up here. So you said that you did not start out your life being adventurous, and so it was like this conscious choice to become this person. And so how has this conscious choice to become adventurous changed you? And what benefits has it brought into your life and so on?
1: Um So, so I would say, first of all, I think I've always been kind of adventurous, but the outdoorsy thing, it's like, that's kind of where it was, It's like, how, whatever. And I think that it is so important to be outside for so many reasons, and I could, like, spout a lot of things, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to for a second. Please. But, like, um... A, a, lot of places that are outdoors are going to be, are really different than they were 50 years ago, and are going to be really different in 20 years, mm-hmm. so I think that there's this value of, like, getting outside to see stuff before it changes, yeah. um, I think that that's really important, I think, um, uh, like, we have a lot to learn from being outside about, like, being quiet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, like, um, And I think that that's a really important skill, especially for kids, right? Like, what does it mean to be still without distraction? I say without – for kids, but it's as much for me, right? Like, it's as important for me to be off my phone and outside as it is for them to be off of screens and outside. Yes. Um, and this – I am actually not prepared for this question, so this is really good. I think that, um – believing in like nature and the outdoors like as a value like as this mm-hmm. is a thing that is important like full stop is there are a few things that you can just say like this is an important thing mm-hmm. this is like to preserve or to like uphold or be or um engage with that is unproblematic and like being outside like there's problematic stuff right about like where and how you engage with the outdoors but it is i feel 100 percent okay that it's to say that like being outside is always better than being yeah. inside if you have a choice and that engaging with the with nature is better than not engaging with nature yeah and in a place where there are lots of uncertainties like that it's nice to have like this one true thing yeah so yeah i think it makes i don't know i don't have any like i don't i don't feel like i have any like giant grand things to say <laughs> except that i like it i like yeah. it and it's it helps me be a better person
0: well, and i think that at the end of the day is all that it matters it makes you be a better person for me like just you know in quarantine alone being outside has been the lifesaver you know uh-huh. totally Unfortunately, since we live in rural Pennsylvania, the state parks are empty. You can't camp there, but you can go and hike there. So, like, when we go hiking, we're literally the only people there. So that's been nice.
1: That's super nice. Have you noticed, I don't know if this is the same for you, but I feel like our neighbors are outside more now. Yeah. Because everybody's home and nobody can go to the gym. And so, like, when I'm walking around in the afternoons and evenings, like, everybody's walking their dogs. And that's really nice.
0: It is. I sort
1: of love that that is happening
0: right now. Well, and I feel like this is slightly off topic, but not really. Like, whenever we do go to the park and we happen to see another person from six or more feet away, of course, sure. um, that they're so friendly because it's almost like, people, yeah. hi, yeah. how are you? Yeah. What's up? And like, I've kind of gotten to know a few like random strangers. I, I guess I don't like know their names, but like I've had these cool conversations with random strangers in the Danville area just because we need connection and we need people. And like I think that's... A cool thing about adventuring is like you meet people you don't expect to meet and you have conversations you don't expect to have and you see cool things that you didn't expect to see and it's just it's cool to do unexpected and see unexpected things i guess
1: yeah yeah totally no i think that's so it's cool it's important it's good for your heart i think to too
0: right yeah right exactly
1: and I love that you bring up people, because I'm actually really bad at people, because I get really anxious. Like, <laughs> the downside of traveling alone is that I get a little anxious about it, right? Like, I yeah. have to kind of be safe. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to be safe. Yeah. And I'm also not a super people person. I feel like my traveling would be and adventuring would actually be a lot better if I were friendlier. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <But that's laughs> probably. Whatever. For whatever, there's probably a whole other thing to say about meeting people while
1: traveling, but I cannot say it. So, there you yes. go. yes.
0: Um, well, I would just like to thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, as I said, you've been on the list since day one and I've finally made the rounds to getting to you. And so, A, it's good to catch up to you because I haven't talked to you in, what, months? year? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen you since New York, but we gotta make that happen again someday, but... Seriously. Um, it's just good to have a friend that has known you. Through different stages of your life, and like it's just good, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, no, I totally, totally agree with that. So, anyway, I appreciate you, and I am so glad that you came on today. So, um, thank you. Do you want to, once again, what is your Instagram?
1: North Texas Adventure
0: Mom, North Texas, I'll, and I'll tag that on when I post about this episode. So awesome. anyway. I have to go post some stuff. <laughs> I'll yes, post some stuff. Yeah, we well, hurry up and do that. So <laughs> alright, thanks, Sherston. Awesome. If you are enjoying this podcast or other episodes, I would encourage you to go onto Apple Podcast and leave me a review. That's the best way that you can support me. I really appreciate any feedback that I can get from my listeners. You can always follow me on Instagram at SheBuildsMeUp for any updates, or you can email me directly from the link in my Instagram. Thank you, and I love hearing from my listeners.